This is Warning Radio with Dr. Jonathan Hansen, founder and president of World Ministries International, a non-denominational end times ministry dedicated to fulfilling a divine commission to trumpet forth warnings from God concerning the imminent second coming of Christ and the impending judgment of God upon the ungodly. God has sent Dr. Hansen to many nations of the world with a solemn warning to the political and religious leaders and citizenry to repent of their sinfulness and wickedness or face the catastrophic judgments that will soon be unleashed upon the unbelieving world. Listen now to the warnings of our compassionate and merciful Creator conveyed through His faithful prophetic spokesman, the host of Warning Radio, Dr. Jonathan Hansen. This is Jonathan Hansen. Today I'm going to continue where I left off yesterday, speaking on the tyranny of science and touching on Britain's false religion. Let's begin. One of Dr. Fossey's many articles was published in 2012 by the American Society of Microbiology. There he explicitly wrote that gain-of-function research on bat coronavirus was worth the risk of a pandemic if it increases our knowledge of diseases. The government nevertheless banned gain-of-function research only two years later. Dr. Fossey and his colleagues at the National Institute of Allergy and infectious diseases found a loophole. They now admit to U.S. lawmakers that under Fauci's guidance, the National Institute of Health earmarked $600,000 for the Wuhan Institute of Virology and funneled it to the Chinese lab through the nonprofit EcoHealth Alliance. This money was used to study whether bat coronavirus could be transmitted to humans. Now, even leftists who, who recently scoffed at the lab leak as a conspiracy theory admit it is likely a fact. This guy should be arrested. If it is true that the COVID-19 originated in a lab at Wuhan Institute of Virology, then Dr. Fossey may have directly contributed to the development of the COVID-19 pandemic by funding this research. Yet for many, their devotion is unshaken. Mask mandates, social distancing measures, school closures, business lockdowns, millions have submitted to and been subjected to these acts of faith in Fossey, the tyranny of science. Americans have taken on $6 trillion more in debt and sacrificed their economy before a priesthood of scientific experts for the salvation from a pandemic that those experts caused. There is no evidence that COVID-19 is substantially more contagious or deadly than a normal flu, which infects some 9 to 45 million Americans each year. There is no evidence that wearing a paper or cloth mask stops the spread of 20 nanometer coronavirus particle. But scientists flanked by leftist politicians and progressive media pushed these drastic catastrophic interventions with stunning self-assurance, squashing any dissident concerns about the broader consequences. They censor you, like they censored the election and censored President Trump. Tech censored our freedoms of speech and the president that wanted to prove 
not only a conspiracy, but outright fraud, a stolen election, a pandemic that really is no danger, more dangerous than the flu. Those broader consequences were colossal. In addition to the financial and economic disruptions, the physical and mental health problems caused by compulsory social isolation, these lockdowns have helped politicians push last-minute changes to mail-in ballot rules that helped throw the 2020 presidential election into chaos. Is it a coincidence that the dire predictions pushed by scientific experts have had major political ramifications? Is it coincidence? Is it coincidence that the solutions demanded by the press and the political left are massive socialistic interventions? Or is it more reasonable to think that the scientific community is just as fallible, even biased and politically motivated as every other government institution? Consider the Center for Disease and Control and Prevention's recent series of mixed messages about who should wear face masks. In early 2021, as more people were vaccinated, many wondered when mask mandates would be lifted. If the vaccine was as effective as the experts claimed, why wear the mask? In May, the CDC revised its guidelines, prompting Joe Biden to announce, if you are fully vaccinated, you no longer need to wear a mask. Just two months later, however, the science again changed. In July, the CDC discovered that vaccinated individuals could still contract, carry, and spread COVID-19 back to the masks. Are you following the science? I'm asking, are you following the science? The science says you should be safe, but why are vaccinated people becoming sick and passing it on? <coughs> More than unvaccinated. Now, Anthony Falsi defended the CDC, saying they weren't flip-flopping. They're dealing with new information that the science is providing, he said. Sure, new information, ladies and gentlemen. It's what's happening with people that get vaccinated. All of a sudden, things are happening, aren't they? People are getting sick. But on the day that CDC reversed its mask-wearing guidance, they did not publish any new research. Even the Washington Post asked, where's the data? After the CDC's flip-flop, a reporter called out Joe Biden. You said if you were fully vaccinated, you no longer needed to wear a mask. Biden's response, I did not say that. See, he's a pathological liar. Just follow his history ever since he's been in politics. Joe Biden is a pathological liar. Even the experts are plainly wrong. When they're plainly wrong, we say they're still right. To criticize them is to attack science and truth. The same week that the new CDC guidance came out effectively showing that vaccines do not prevent people from contracting and spreading coronavirus, Joe Biden announced strict new measures cracking down on all unvaccinated federal workers. The contradictions are head spinning. This pandemic is a massive and painful case study proving that Americans' faith in the scientific community is misplaced. In reality, science stands exposed as a false messiah. When 60% of adults under 40 say Jesus Christ is not the only way, this is born-again Christians. How in the world is America supposed to have common sense when we've given common sense over to the devil? Adam and Eve. 
listening to the lies of the devil. God really doesn't mean it. So now when most of the church doesn't believe in God or the word of God or the Bible as authoritative, you're back to the same argument in the garden. <coughs> and you're listening to the same pathological liars. Satan uses all religions, all institutions, atheistic institutions. He uses evolution. He uses faith, or I should say fake science, to promote his lies and control mankind. Only a, a solid, born-again Christian understands what's going on right now. And we're deeply concerned because we're going to suffer like the rest of the nation. 2 Timothy 3, 1 through 4. The Bible describes our situation, I believe, perfectly. It prophesies of the society that would exist in the last days. It says that among those who are lovers of their own selves, covetous, boasters, proud, blasphemers, even traitors, there are those who are high-minded. These verses apply to perilous times of our generation. This perfectly describes many of the educated elites behind the COVID-19 pandemic. High-minded, boastful, proud, blasphemers, even traitors. Fossey and others, Biden are traitors to the Constitution and Bill of Rights, are trying to control America, topple the Republic, and move us into a new world order. And we don't have enough solid Christians to stop it. We believe the science more than we believe the Bible. God also inspired Paul to write this insightful admonition to his assistant. 1 Timothy 6, 20 through 21. O Timothy, keep that which is commended to thy trust, avoiding profane and vain babblings and oppositions of science falsely so-called, which some professing have erred concerning the faith. The New King James Version translates verse 20, avoiding the profane and idle babblings and contradictions of what is falsely called knowledge. Now, the Greek word for science in the verse is gnosis, which means knowledge. True science is true knowledge. Our creator intends us to receive true education, engage in true scientific study, and acquire true knowledge of creation around us. But there is no such a thing as science falsely so-called. In fact, science falsely so-called dominates our society. In recent months, it's increasingly turning into tyranny, false science. Thousands of doctors are disagreeing with Fossey's science. They're saying it's a lie, it's false science. It's to control mankind. It's tyranny. Why is this? Well, in the last days of human civilization, scientists so-called assume the non-existence of the creator. They almost all taught and trained to reject revelation from God and God's word and to deny God's existence. This rejection of God is the very foundation of human knowledge and production. Scientists scorn the idea that creation came from the creator and are thus compelled to devise explanations for how creation came about on its own, ignoring and suppressing all evidence to the contrary. They accept an absolute lie and an absolute alternative faith of a godless evolution. Unable to support the theory with any proof, they insist on all other scientific inquiry. 
They contradict their own standards and the foundation for true science. Nevertheless, they thereby anoint themselves along with their high-minded observations and reasonings as the highest authority in the universe. New Living Translation renders verse 20 godless, foolish discussions. Scientists, other experts have knowledge, but much of it is false knowledge. It's foolish discussions. It's filled with authoritative pronouncements that conflict with other statements of irrefutable fact. They keep censoring other doctors that say this is a lie. This is not science. We're floating in a flood of information that is truth mixed with error, good mixed with evil. Paul wrote, 1 Timothy 6, 3 through 4. Those who reject God's truth are conceited, ignorant, and passionate for controversy and argument, which leads to envy, dissension, insults, and insinuations. He decried disputings of men of corrupt minds and destitute of the truth, supposing that gain is godliness and concludes with a sag counsel from which withdraw thyself. The sad counsel. Verse 5. During Jesus Christ's day, the governmental elites were knowledgeable, highly acclaimed, wealthy, and powerful. They even believed in God and devoted much of their lives to their religion. They excelled within that system. They gained status, respect, and much more. Yet religious as they were, they were steeped in intellectual vanity. They and others supposed they were godly. Yet, when they encountered knowledge from the very Son of God, they wanted to destroy it and destroy him. Mark 7, 7 through 9. Christ said, how bit in vain do they worship me, teaching for doctrines the commandments of men. For laying aside the commandment of God, you hold the tradition of men. And he said unto them, full well you reject the commandment of God, that you may keep your own tradition. You know, that's what they're doing rejecting true science by true scientists, doctors, nurses that are refusing to take the shot, the inoculation. They say it's dangerous. Matthew eleven twenty four. 24, Christ gave this shocking warning. It shall be more tolerable for the land of Sodom in the day of judgment than for thee. My father quoted this remarkable passage in the fatal flaw in modern science and wrote, intellectual vanity is more dangerous than the sexual sin of Sodom. It's from the trumpet, January 2018. Verse 25, Jesus thanked God, the Father, for hiding the truth from the elites and revealing it to the lowly. John 8, 44, you are of your father, the devil. He abode not in the truth because there is no truth in him. What a revealing statement. The devil doesn't just inspire satanic people, he influences everyone. Read 2 Corinthians 4.4, 4, Revelation 12.9. For someone who has excelled in the tradition of men who holds 50 honorary degrees, it's easy to assume that he is like a god. That is how he can say, I am science, I am the truth. Well, he deceives people who face a society-wide life and death situation while he flat lies while he created this pandemic. Satan creates pandemics. He creates death. He creates wars and crises. And then he says he's God. Fossey, Obama, Biden create problems. They act like little gods. 
but they lie like their father, the devil, the father of all lies. This is deeply ingrained in human nature. Paul encountered it in Athens among the intellectuals of Greece. Remember that story. Genesis 3 records Satan, the devil, subtly reasoning with the first woman ever created. The ultimate choice of Adam and Eve had to make was this. Whom would they believe? God gave them the choice to believe him and obey him. Satan gave them the choice to reject God, promising, For God doth know that in the day you eat thereof, your eyes shall be opened and you shall be as gods, knowing good and evil. Verse 5. That is the appeal to the human mind and intellect to this very day. It is an appeal to disbelieve and disobey the God who created the mind in the intellect. It is an appeal to decide good and evil for yourself, to experiment as you see fit, to set your own boundaries, to say, Jesus is not the only way, which more than 60% of born-again Christians are saying that now. That Buddha, Muhammad, they're equal. It's an appeal to decide good and evil for yourself, to experiment as you see fit, to set your own boundaries. Verse 6, And when the woman saw that the tree was good for food, It was pleasant for the eyes and a tree to be desired to make one wise. She took of the fruit thereof and did eat and also gave it to her husband, which he did eat. So they pioneered in deciding for themselves what is right, what is wrong, what is righteous, what is sin. The false scientific method started with the first human beings. They rejected revelation from God and relied instead on their own five senses and human minds. This marked the foundation of the world as we know it. Human beings have continued to build civilization by rejecting God's revealed truth and relying on observation, experimentation, and human reasoning. What have we constructed is increasingly unstable and ready to collapse. Wow. Colossians 2.8 Beware lest any man spoil you through philosophy and vain deceit. After the tradition of men, after the rudiments, of the world and not after Christ. Now, philosophy means love of wisdom, but this field is just as fallible, flawed, and self-contradictory as science and education. 1 Corinthians 3, 18 through 21, let no man deceive himself. If any man among you seems to be wise in this world, let him become a fool, that he might be wise. For the wisdom of this world is foolishness with God, for it is written, he takes the wise in their own craftiness and again, the Lord knoweth the thoughts of the wise, and they are vain. Therefore, let no man glory in men, but in God. This is so-called wisdom. Our normal minds, carnal minds, naturally resist believing, honoring, and obeying God. For although they knew God, they did not honor him as God or give thanks to him, but they became futile in their thinking. Their senseless minds were darkened, Romans 1, 21. Verse 22, professing themselves to be wise, they became fools. Again, the Bible keeps telling us not to believe in science, not to believe in your own mind. True science is, is good. God created true science. True scientists are warning, don't take the inoculation. True doctors who believe in true science are warning, and they're refusing. But false science is what the devil was preaching to Adam and Eve, and they, they bought it. Proverbs 28, 26, he that trusts in his own heart is a fool, but whosoever is wise, he shall be delivered. The prophet Isaiah wrote, 
In Isaiah 5.21, woe unto them that are wise in their own eyes and prudent in their own sight. Wow. 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 Again, I'm talking about over 60% of born-again adults under 40 are the problem. We're not salt to hold this nation together. We're talking about born again. They say they're born again. But how can they be born again when they no longer believe in the Bible? We need such a revival. A revival is a repentance. We need to come back to God. That's the only thing that can save this nation. You know, tonight I, I used different articles. The Christian Post, the Newsom, Attorney Pigeon's opinion. The Philadelphia Trumpet, pages 3 through 6 and 32. We read lots of scripture out of the Bible. I didn't even get to Britain, which, tell you, Britain's false religion goes into the same thing. Their, their national health service, led by, again, atheists and communists and Marxists. It's rooted in Marxism. Destroying the morality of the people. Taking them away from an empire with responsibility that ruled much of the world into pulling back, focusing on themselves, false science, their own false science, which we could, we could get into. The National Health Service of Britain, again, reformation of the welfare state that deeply rooted socialistic thinking into the British psyche. The reforms of the National Health Society minimize personal re freedom and responsibility, replacing it with collective approach. Any person's failings became society's problems. If he failed to care for his health, ran out of cash, fathered children out of wedlock, the nation would bear the expense. Again, this resulted in them giving up nation after nation, like in India. The result of the Britain's hurried handover to native elites was a disaster. As the British authorities pulled out of India, the ethnic tensions they had kept under control exploded. Estimates will vary, but somewhere in the region of one million people died in the violence. Uganda pulled out of, the British pulled out of Uganda, Zimbabwe, Egypt, elsewhere, men like Idi Amin, Robert Mugabe, Nasser took over. The results were devastating. Instead of a world with authority, it became a world in chaos. And still, chaos reigns in those countries. Again, the National Health Service of Britain, their agenda to diminish personal responsibility, destroy family, extinguish British sense of duty toward the world. And America is heading down that path. If we don't have a genuine revival... If the church doesn't get revived, there is no hope for America. We are surely getting ready to be invaded. We are surely going to see a civil war. There's nothing that can stop it. The salt is gone. Again, that's what put me into full-time ministry, the vision I had in 1985 that said the church was in love with the world and the problem was the pastor behind the pulpit. My phone number is 360-629-5248. 360-629-5248. If you want to write to me, write to World Ministries International, P.O. Box 277, Stanwood, Washington, 98.
2-9-2. That's WMI PO Box 277, Stanwood, Washington, 98292. My website, www.worldministries.org, www.worldministries.org. Father God, let us see a revival. Let there be a revival, a repentance, turning back to you. Let it start in the church. The church has to be revived. The church has to repent. Those in the born-again church, those in the church under the federal council of churches, the mainline churches, there's got to be a repentance. There's got to be a revival. Let those that are alive rise up and speak more boldly and strongly than ever before. We know your Holy Spirit will honor it. Be with those that are speaking the truth like Omega Men. Help us to remain strong and faithful no matter what the cost. So the blood will not be on us. And when the death angel comes, we will not be a part of the plagues of God that killed two billion people. We are not going to fall plague to the plagues of God coming against the enemies of Jesus Christ, which now even over 60% of the born-again church have become an enemy of God. Give us a revival. Help us, Lord, to bring a revival to America and around the world. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks for listening to this episode of Warning Radio with Dr. Jonathan Hansen, founder and president of World Ministries International. Warning Radio is a listener-supported program. We need your donations in order to continue airing these Christ-centered prophetic programs. Send your checks or money orders to World Ministries International, Post Office Box 277, Stanwood, Washington, 98292. To donate securely by phone, call 360-629-5248. Visit our website to find other ways of giving and a wealth of information about World Ministries International and host Dr. Jonathan Hansen. The website is worldministries.org. There, you'll also have access to hundreds of previously aired radio programs, made-for-television videos, thousands of articles, Dr. Hansen's books, and travel itinerary. Again, the website is worldministries.org. The phone number is 360-629-5248. Tune in at this same time, Monday through Friday, on this radio station for the next exciting edition of Warning Radio with Dr. Jonathan Hansen. Remember, the Lord is not slow about the promise of His return, as some count slowness, but is patient toward you, not wishing for any to perish, but for everyone to come to the repentance that leads to eternal life.